Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him from SB Nation, where he writes about the Warriors and the Sparks. It's Brady Klopfer. Hi, y'all. Hi. How's it going? Hi, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, we're excited to have you. Um, Thanks for joining us on this lovely Sunday afternoon. It's a lovely Sunday afternoon. It's like, it's beautiful (laughs) out. It really, it really is. is. It's been so crazy. I, I feel like I'll just step out my front door and just soak in as much sun as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Anastasia has a little like front patio area, which I'm very jealous of. Oh, that's, that's just like clutch right now. Yeah. Like it's just hers. No one else has access to it. Oh. It's kind of nice having, uh, even if it's little, it's a good outdoor space. So I I'm very thankful for it. That's huge. That's I'm quite jealous. That's that's yeah. worth like extra rent money right now for sure. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Are you uh, anything in particular you're doing to help hold up in these times? Honestly, not really. Um, <laughs> I feel like I was kind of made for this. Like I, I have no right to complain. I'm happy at home. I'm pretty introverted. Um, I've got a lot of books here. <laughs> I've got an apartment with really good natural lighting, which is really coming in handy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of just doing my normal thing, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I wish I had a, nice. a better answer to that. But like, it's kind of business as usual for me, just without friends, which obviously sucks. Yeah. Have you been doing like anything special since this started to hang out with friends? Lots, lots of hangouts lots of happy hours and yeah just yeah been, there have been Same. a lot which is wonderful and kind of a reminder that like you can do that because i feel like i've done it with like i've been having morning zooms with my siblings and parents mm-hmm. and it's like oh i could probably like do this when we're not in quarantine like and i'm right. going months without seeing you <laughs> like this is maybe just a good way to like communicate with people you like and love so totally maybe we'll all emerge from this with like a better way of maintaining relationships yeah i think I, so i think so too my sister and i rarely like she lives in arizona and we talk every once in a while but we're both busy whatever but recently every friday night we've been playing a role-playing game together (laughs) and i'm like why haven't we been doing this forever this is so fun yeah that's so cute (laughs) and it's a my little pony based role-playing game (laughs) that makes me very happy (laughs) (laughs) it's ridiculous and we her kids play it too it's very cute that's adorable (laughs) Um, so Brady, what can you tell us a little about how you started like getting into basketball and like your history with it? Um, yeah, I, I don't have a good answer for that one either because like honestly, I cannot remember ever getting introduced to basketball. It is just one oh, of really? those things that I have loved as long as I have any like coherent memories. Um, and I don't know how that happened because my parents don't like basketball. Um, and my older siblings don't like basketball. So oh, interesting. I'm not really sure how I yeah. got that introduction. <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved it for as long as I can, as long as I can remember. And I was, I was that obsessed kid who was like, outside playing in the rain and like drying his hands on the you know heater vent and stuff like that and just like (laughs) playing nonstop, um which didn't serve me very well in that (laughs) i you know was never good (laughs) but i i had a basketball in my hands like 24 7 for the first like 18 years of my life where did you grow up uh northern california uh like a few hours north of the bay area middle of nowhere. So were did you grow up a Warriors fan? I did. Um, I was a little bit slow to like serious fandom just because watching Warriors games was not easy. 
Um, mm. In addition to the fact that they were really bad, I didn't have TV. Uh, so I watched all my basketball games at my grandmother's house. She lived like right up the road from me and I would have to like go up to her house anytime I wanted to watch a game, but she had like a limited amount of channels available. So I mostly just kind of watched the national games um, and then follow the Warriors like in the newspaper. So I think I would have said I was a Warriors fan. <laughs> the newspaper. I, I grew up reading box scores. <laughs> it was just like I would fold them open and look at them and and that was like heaven for me. Box scores so and like cool. basketball cards. Wow. So I was kind of more of a Michael Jordan fan, if like if we're being honest. Like my fandom for the first however many years of my life was like Michael Jordan. And then it became a little more Warriors centric in like the early two thousands. Yeah. Are you excited about the Michael Jordan doc series? I'm extremely excited. I'm not holding out a ton of hope, to be honest. Like, I've Mm -hmm. seen a lot of people who are rather cynical about it and, like, not optimistic that it's going to be that good. And I'm fully prepared for that to be the case. But it still feels like inject every piece of michael jordan footage into my veins like i don't care if it's bad i just i just give give me things about michael jordan that i haven't seen before and i will be happy even if it sucks so i'm very excited that's that's cool that's cool yeah i saw i saw like a quote from him where he was saying that people are gonna think he's like an asshole or something but i mean don't people already kind of think he's an asshole right (laughs) is that his reputation like that was my first thought when i saw that it's like are you not aware of how the world perceives you (laughs) (laughs) like and i love michael jordan but like come on everyone thinks you're an asshole yeah Um, we'll see if anything i think it it'll be fun to see those kind of moments when he was younger being an asshole because I think it's like, it just adds to the legend. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like people kind of romanticize that about him. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like they definitely did that. With, I think even more with Kobe with like, oh God, this is so amazing. This guy beat his high school teammate hundred to nothing. Yeah. How awesome is that? <laughs> well, that's like kind of psychopathic, but like, <laughs> it gets romanticized. <laughs> yeah, totally. exactly. I also love that on the internet that people are sharing so many photos of Michael Jordan and his horrible outfit choices. <laughs> and like, I just, I love seeing all of that, that stuff about him. It's like a total a little throwback and just get thrown right into a bubble of completely different fashion and yeah. sport and everything. <laughs> uh, so how did you get into the WNBA? That's a good question. Um, truthfully, like I didn't watch a lot of WNBA games until the last few years, just because there's they're hard to watch. Like, they just have not mm-hmm. made it very available until like League Pass and whatnot. But I got into it when it started, when it was formed, ninety seven or ninety eight or whenever that was. I was I was a big women's college basketball fan. I loved watching those old Tennessee teams. And so when they started a league, I was just really excited about it and didn't really have much of a way of watching it. But I would, again, the newspaper, read some box scores. Um, and I had like my Sports <laughs> Illustrated for kids magazines that had like articles and really, really crappy basketball cards inside them of like Cynthia Cooper and, and Cheryl Swoops and all of <laughs> them. So, I, yeah, I just, it was more basketball. And I, I just kind of, any basketball I could take, it was just like, give me, give me all the basketball. Um, and then when league pass started to become a more prominent thing was when I actually started watching the games more. And then I guess 2018 was my first year of actually covering the league, which obviously kind of enhanced my fandom and whatnot. And you cover the sparks mostly. Yeah. Mostly cover the sparks. I do some national stuff, but mostly sparks. Who are in the WNBA and the NBA? Who are some of your like all-time favorite players? Oh, that's a really good. That's a really good question. Um, in the WNBA, oh, I was an enormous Tamika Holsclaw fan. Um, she played at Tennessee. She and Tamika Catchings 
were two players who I just fell in love with a long time ago when they were at Tennessee. Um, and then they played in the WNBA and were, were just phenomenal. Um, of like the more modern players, I have a very intense bias towards shooters uh, mm-hmm. because that's like the one thing that I can do at a good level. And it's just, to me, that's just like basketball is, is shooting. It's just like, that's the one part of it that feels like the core of basketball. So I really like watching just really good shooters, even if they can't do much else. Um, Mm -hmm. So I really like the WNBA players like Leilani Mitchell or Shakina Strickland or Allie Quigley, who um, are just dead eye shooters. And in the NBA, kind of the same, like um, I'll get a lot of hate for this, but I love watching JJ Redick. Um, I know he's like the easiest player in the world to hate, (laughs) Um, but I just, all he does is run around coming off screens and catching and shooting. And to me, that's like all I want to watch in basketball. That's just like, that's the epitome of basketball porn for me. It's just like someone coming around a screen, <laughs> catching and shooting. Like just give me that all day, all day long. I kind of feel the same way. I, I love shooters. <laughs> right. It's just, it's so aesthetically pleasing. It's just like, Oh, it's. And then on that note, like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are like as a Warriors fan and a shooting fan, like those, and a fan of like cool human beings those two are just like <laughs> they're perfect have you been watching all of Steph's like ig lives and stuff i've watched a few of them he's really entertaining he is he's a he's a funny guy and i think he's like a good interview he interviews people well you know he does that the interview he did with dr fauci was really good and like it's weird to say that and like weird that that's where we had to go to, to get our good interview was with Dr. Fauci, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it was, it was really good. It was. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, he did that. We've talked about it before, but I just, it was, I feel really important to introduce Dr. Fauci to a new audience and get some facts out there, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like he's pretty good at that. Like, he uses his platform for good stuff, but usually is able to like avoid being overly preachy or like telling people how to think. I feel like he strikes that good balance, which is I think important. Totally. So if you had the option to kiss anybody in the NBA or the WNBA, who would you pick and why? (laughs) This is our um, standard question now. Yeah. We do ask everybody. (laughs) that's an amazing question um do they have to be a current player no it could be all time yeah current players are a bonus but like Mm -hmm. if you have an all-time player that your lips are hot for that's fine (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh tingling (laughs) (laughs) this is such a good question um i kind of feel like i have to go with Giannis. Oh yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's, he's Giannis. Like who, who wouldn't, who wouldn't <laughs> he want to does kiss seem like he'd be a good, he seems like he'd be a good kisser. He seems like he's, he's got like a really sneaky romantic side. Totally. I agree. Yeah. He could be a freak on the court and on the sheets. <laughs> oh you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he's a freak on the court and in the sheets. <laughs> See, and, and who wouldn't want to kiss that? Like, that's, as basketball fans, what more could we possibly want? Yeah, I agree. That is really he's, good. He seems like a a fun guy, too. So it'd be like, it wouldn't be like a boring kiss, you know? That's true. It would be memorable. <laughs> I almost went with Joel Embiid just for that reason, because I feel like mm. you're not going to forget a Joel Embiid kiss. Like, for better or for worse, you are not forgetting that. You went with two very big guys. Yeah, I was, I was thinking I would, I would need to step. I would need like a little ladder, like a mini ladder. <laughs> or they, they'd pick you up. See, yeah. that's part of it for me. Because like I'm, I don't know how tall I am. I'm like 6'2", 6'3"-ish. So I'm not super tall, but I'm tall enough that like my kissing history is, is going to, is almost worded that one really, unfortunately, um, is bending down and not looking up. So mm-hmm. if I kiss a seven footer, like that would be my girlfriend is having right. an absolute 
giggle fit over here and just have some <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> she just can't contain herself for understandable reasons. She's not seven feet tall. Um, so it would be a new experience for me. I feel like it would be being on the other, on the other side of things. You, you yeah. just want to feel small. So you yeah. got to pick the big boys. Exactly. That's, that's some strong arms wrapped around you. <laughs> yeah. Be a little spoon, you know, the whole nine yards, try all the things that, that are, are foreign to me. <laughs> I love that. Good answer. (laughs) Today we have another episode of All Star Reviews for you guys. It's where we read some of the very nice things that you say about us on either Apple Podcasts or wherever. We appreciate a nice review whenever you share them. This one is from Grandmaster Yogi, who gave us five stars. He says best sports podcast ever created. Honestly, this is the type of podcast I love to listen to. They're funny and it's more fun to listen to than people who take the game too seriously. They're a great duo and have great guests. Three exclamation points. Wow. <laughs> Thank Thanks you, so much. Master Yogi. <laughs> love it. So if you want us to read your review, just leave one on Apple Podcasts or wherever. Five stars, please. <laughs> Okay, so we have a segment where we wrap up uh, everything that happens in a week that we call Previously on Basketball. Previously on Buffy the Basketball. Little Buffy shout out. All right. (laughs) Mike Conley defeats Zach Levine in the finals to win the first NBA horse challenge. MJ says new doc will make you think he's a bad person. AD puts his $8 million Westlake Village Mansion slash water park up for sale. Bulls fire longtime GM Gar Foreman. Zach Levine proposes to his high school sweetheart Hunter Marr. Nina Charles is traded to the Mystics as part of three-team deal with the Liberty and Wings. Steph Curry is trying to learn to type. What's this Steph Curry thing? Do I know what that is? I don't think I've seen it. It's really entertaining. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Just, um... So, why, why are you doing this? I've never really learned how to type. I'm <laughs> a second grader. <laughs> He's doing, like, a, a typing program, it looks like, on his laptop, and Aisha's just making fun of him. <laughs> He's at, like, one word per minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is funny. I feel like I had to learn how to type when I was in high school. They made yeah. us take a, a typing we had a class. class. We had a class, too. I felt like that was, like, universal. Yeah, who doesn't know how to type? Maybe not. <laughs> I, get, I get people who grow up in rich households. Apparently. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> right? Like maybe he's never had to, his party. He's never had to write a paper before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's so funny to me. Um, oh, let's look at Zach Levine's proposal. This is really cute. He's like posing with his girlfriend and his dog for a photo. And then they stand up and then he kneels down again. <laughs> She's surprised. The pit bull's there. <laughs> it's cute. They're both in like sweats too or like workout clothes. <laughs> My dog. <laughs> My dog. Who's filming this? Who's saying my dog? <laughs> I got the dog. I just no interest in the exciting human action. <laughs> it's just wandering around trying to find someone to pay attention to him. That was so really how, cute. How does this surprise work? You just are like, I'm getting a photographer over here just for fun. Just to take pictures of us in our sweats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they didn't even dress up. I don't think it was even a photographer. I think it was, like, his sister or something. 
it was just like we're just posing for an Instagram photo and then because like how do you make a proposal special in a quarantine <laughs> you gotta try something you wait for the quarantine yeah. to be over is what my first instinct <laughs> would be she's not yeah. going anywhere yeah, exactly yeah she, she can't break up with him <laughs> that was funny I feel like uh I mean, it was cute, but I think it would have been nice if he waited. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good sign that, like, w- even while forced being to be together at all moments of the day, they still are interested in getting married, right? That's, that's a good sign for the relationship. That's true. A lot of couples so are maybe that's like what he was thinking. going the other way and they're getting Yeah, like, a, a, like, when when quarantine ended in China, it was like 88 <laughs> couples filed for divorce. <laughs> That's like I feel like we're gonna have that too. Oh, for sure. Speaking of Zach Levine, let's watch the the horse challenge. So you watch? Did you watch much of this, Brady? I watched the highlights. I watched the first day, and then uh, I was too depressed by it to watch the other days. So I just watched the highlights. (laughs) Yeah, like what? What did you think about it? Like just as a thing. I applaud the creativity, I guess. I kind of like, like it would be a more fun thing to do just randomly during a season when they can actually have film crews there. Like the whole poor internet, poor video quality kind of, it was kind of a a little bit of a buzzkill. But I said this on, on Twitter a few times, but I feel like I would just, they're trying so hard to come up with interesting content without sports with like this and the NBA 2K and I would just so yeah. much mm-hmm. rather them just like play old basketball games like just give us old Michael Jordan games or like early LeBron James games like just play those on TV all day long I would much rather watch those are they not playing that like any classic games they're playing a few but they're making it like a big like Wednesday nights on ESPN and we're playing old games mm. so it's like a few few games a week which is good but and they're just like the big games which makes sense but i just feel like you've got all this dead time on like nba tv and espn that just like play random games from the 90s but that's probably i'm probably the only person who wants that which is probably why they're not doing it so (laughs) i don't know i think (laughs) it'd be cool if if they just played like a whole season over again that's yeah you know that's long enough ago that we won't it won't be fresh in our minds you know yeah absolutely i'd be into that i'd follow it but uh the horse thing i mean it was kind of cool for a minute to be like oh here are these players home courts like paul pierce had a full-on celtics court (laughs) yeah (laughs) in his backyard and like uh, mike conley has a bananas like completely nice indoor court is that what that was because i was like did he go somewhere else to film this no that's in his home it was his (laughs) there was like a big picture of him painted on the wall wow isn't that insane (laughs) right i I want that gym he even had like the shooting machine that you like you fires you the balls and stuff man it's so crazy and no wonder why he let's let's watch this video actually layup underneath the backboard over the backboard. <laughs> I tell you, man, you do that, it's rap. It's like raining <laughs> where Zach Levine is. So far in the horse challenge competition. All right. He goes over the backboard. Oh, it swish. It did. I, I should have said swish. That would have been just... It fell. That would have just been... He, he did this. Crazy. He did this. He went like this. Damn. Shot it under the backboard and laid it in. I don't even know if I can do it with my backboard. He like doesn't even have room behind his backboard. <laughs> yeah, that's like there's like a fence impossible. right behind it. I mean, look, Mike, it was a good competition for me. <laughs> I appreciate you know giving me some, some hope. Uh, that almost went in. <laughs> I like the random camera people. That it's you like, can see throughout it too. It's like their friends and family that yeah, are quarantined with them. <laughs> totally. I my favorite one was uh when Chris Paul lost to Allie Quigley and he started he like 
let his son shoot. Did you guys see this? He let his son shoot and then he missed and he was like, Chris, you suck. And then he was like, this is why you don't give your kids your own name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my That's God. a very Chris Paul thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. And Allie quickly like didn't even really have a court. It was like her little patio area and yeah. it was one of those portable hoops and also Tamika Catchings didn't have like a great it kind of goes to show how much money the NBA guys make <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Conley's court I'm pretty sure would is like way more than their career earnings yeah totally for sure but I was still proud of Allie for beating Chris Paul that Me was too. great also, she clearly put the fear of God in Zach Levine with her jump shot because, like, he just yeah. went with all his crazy athleticism things in their matchup. He's right. like, I'm not letting her shoot. Yeah. he. If, if she had won the coin toss, I think things would have gone a little bit better for her. But he was just doing essentially near dunks. <laughs> right. And it then was, laying it, it, it up. Did, it did feel like the dunk contest almost. Yeah. <laughs> he was just doing some of his wild, wild shit. I also liked, I don't know if y'all noticed this, but he is very passionate about tails being the correct choice on coin flips. Yeah, like I when saw that. Mike Conley said heads and he was like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, well, this is like a 50% chance, Zach. It's, it's not that weird of a pick. <laughs> But he was like genuinely shocked. It's That's probability. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say, I was, you know, I always was like, oh, you know, Zach Levine's a handsome guy, whatever. But for some reason, during the horse thing, I was like, he is insanely handsome. Like his cheekbones are out of control, and He's a very his attractive eyes. Man. I was like, damn, Zach. That was me with Mike Conley. I was like, damn, he's looking good. In He's this, very like, community rec center court, which is what I thought he was playing on. <laughs> Mike Conley is also very handsome. Yeah, they were like, handsome. you can just use this. <laughs> it was cute. They showed Chauncey Billups' daughters who were doing the filming for him. And I think they're both home from college right now because college is out. And it was just cute. He was like very proud of them. And it was cute to see him talk about them. That's cute. Okay, let's see if there's another. Do we have anything else? We have AD's house. Did you? Oh, oh you posted this. AD's you house. posted this. His his <laughs> water slides. Let's look at it. His okay. labia esque water slides. <laughs> it looks like it was intentionally built to look like a vagina. It really does. It's so vaginal. <laughs> It's just I <laughs> I don't uh, I mean it's probably fun uh it looks so it fun. Look fun I really would love fun. to go oh my god having a water slide in your backyard what a dream right and one that looks like that <laughs> his house is massive uh it looks almost like a hotel or something yeah it looks like it has a, a movie resort. theater damn uh, where is the house? It's in LA. Mm-hmm. It's in Westlake Village. Should we all go in on it? <laughs> Infinity it. Edge swimming pool. Damn. All right, let's do it. Why not? <laughs> Why not? They're not going to find another buyer anyway. Plus, we could probably stay quarantined in different sections of the house. <laughs> Perfect. We could be quarantined and each have like 10 times the living space that we have right now, probably. I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get these My studio bedrooms. apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. And uh, then we could we could wear like full body hazmat suits and play on the court. Yes. Yeah, and go down the water slide in our hazmat suits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that house is good. bonkers. Um <laughs> he should just give it to us. Come on, AD. He could afford it. Exactly. Where, where's he going? Is he moving to a bigger vagina pool it's <laughs> <laughs> like this this pool's not vaginal enough <laughs> yeah he wants to be like reborn as he comes out of it 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine Anthony Davis going down that though? Like that's a huge man going down a water slide. I would love to see that. <laughs> they should actually include footage of him going down it in yes. the like sales. <laughs> God, I can't wait till I get invited to a pool party over there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine he goes around the curves of the vaginal opening very smoothly because he's so tall. Yeah, he might just like <laughs> hit the edge and just go flying off. <laughs> yeah, may- maybe he lays down and he he like touches the top and the bottom of the slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like, okay, Arms so- outstretched. This week, we talked about, or we watched the uh, WNBA draft. Um, So we were thinking we could talk about that a little bit. And first of all, I just want to mention that they were planning on putting it on ESPN2, but then under pressure from people who were like, wait, what else are you showing? Why not put it on ESPN? So then they they eventually aired it on ESPN. Um, oh, I didn't know they changed it. Really, really yeah, quickly. Yeah, I think too. normally, like people jumped yeah. on oh, them, that's and, great. It, and it was like two hours later. <laughs> and this was like a few days before <laughs> or after the Seventy Sixers saying that they were going to be cutting salaries, and then just everyone got mad at them and they were oh, right. so it was just like a really good week <laughs> they were like they were like we were just kidding <laughs> about that <laughs> we didn't mean to say that <laughs> so like cyber cyber shaming for the win yeah it was, was like two i'm big into victories. it absolutely trolling gets shit done yeah i mean if it i definitely troll for a good cause people but <laughs> <laughs> use your powers but, for good Exactly. But I I feel like this has really shown like how powerful people can be when they speak up about this stuff. But um, so first round pick, you know, no surprise or not even first round, but first pick, no surprise was Sabrina Ionescu to the New York Liberty, which I think is really exciting. Like I'm excited to see what she does. I I yeah. don't follow her much in college basketball just because I haven't watched much college basketball, but seeing her highlights, I mean, she's amazing. Yeah, she's so good. Um, yeah, I don't think that anyone was surprised by that first draft pick. She's she's going to be so much fun to watch. She's just... She's one of those people where it's like, I love these, I love these players that there are only like a few of that just clearly have an inherent ability to play basketball in like every way where she's just yeah. like, like she rebounds so well for her size and it's just, there's nothing athletic about it. It's just that she's playing chess when everyone else is playing checkers. Yeah. And those people are just so much, so much fun. They're just like playing a different game. Did you hear the story? Um, she, she made a little commercial about it, but it of her and her brother when they were little kids they would go to the rec center and essentially like bet with older men who would be in there playing basketball. And they'd be like, let's do two on two. If we win, you give us, you know, like they would bet for actual money, which they called slurpy money. Cause they would go get seven 11 afterwards. And she said that her and her brother would win pretty much every time. That's incredible. Which is super cute. Wild. <laughs> I like thinking of these little kids like playing, like just like being little pool sharks. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. Such a great image. I think we have a video of Nets players welcoming Sabrina. Let's watch it. Hey, Sabrina. This is Joe Harris with the Brooklyn Nets. It is your friend, your brother, Kyrie. Garrett Temple here. Just want to say congrats on a great college career. Everybody is excited to be able to watch you play here in the city. Welcome to Brooklyn, but more importantly, welcome home. Welcome to the family. The size are a great ownership group. Uh, we love them here with the Brooklyn Nets. You're going to love them with the New York Liberty. Sabrina, you are one of one, and I want to welcome you to the number one pick club officially. Wishing you great, great success. 
in your next uh, next endeavor. You're gonna kill the WNBA. Good luck. When did they put that together? Do you think? <laughs> Cute. That was I love that. so very Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. I, I love seeing everyone's quarantine hair. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone's in the same boat, which is like, um, do I ask a family member to cut it? Do I try <laughs> to do it myself? Do I just let it go? LeBron is looking Kyra- a little wild these days. His, yeah. his beard and hair are just, they're all over. He's like a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. I think everyone, all the players should grow out for the full quarantine. I've always thought Kyrie looks so handsome with like a little bit of an Afro puff, you know? He's he's a good looking guy. Yeah. And he was wearing his little. Oh, yeah. He's wearing a little. 10 years in a good way. Yeah. (laughs) His necklace was a little like Egyptian (laughs) onk. It was like (laughs) so. Kyrie of him to, to wear that <laughs> necklace. He seemed like really excited to like have her though. I, yeah, I thought it was great. It was great. I love it. Um, so right when the broadcast started, Kathy Engelbert came on. I think it was like five minutes in. First of all, Ryan Rocco and Rebecca Lobo are in the studio together, which I was really surprised about. And Sue Bird was there too. Yeah, that was shocking. They were separated quite a bit, but still, I I was a bit shocked that were they were there in person, you know? Yeah. But then Kathy Engelbert comes on from her home in New Jersey, and uh, she does the, like, honorary draft of the three girls who were lost in Kobe Bryant's helicopter crash, Alyssa Altabelli. Of course, Gigi Bryant and Peyton Chester. And I was like, waterworks immediately. <laughs> they like, draft day, I think, is very emotional already. But damn, like, that really was heartbreaking. And everyone's family members gave a little speech, you know, like a little recording of, of thanks and seeing everyone's family. I think we have Vanessa Bryant's video here. Thank you so much for honoring my Gigi and selecting her to be an honorary draft pick this year. It would have been a dream come true for her. She worked tirelessly every single day. She wanted to be one of the greatest athletes of all time, just like her daddy. So thank you, thank you for honoring my little girl. Kobe and Gigi loved the WNBA. This is his sweatshirt. (sighs) Thank you. I want to congratulate all of this year's draft picks. So congratulations. Work hard. Never settle. Use that mama mentality. Damn. I know. The other two girls, their family members also spoke. And it's hard, too, because you're remembering that, like, everyone who lost one of the girls also lost either a parent or their partner as well, you know? Man. Yeah, that was was a tearjerker all around. I'm glad that they did that for those girls, but yeah, it was <laughs> it was rough. I think Agata, are you Agata? Are you? Can you hear us? Hello. Hey, there you are. <laughs> can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to say anything about Vanessa Bryant's video? Um, just that it was very sad, and I think like I'm glad that they did that. Um. I think it was really like important to honor them in that way. And like Vanessa and the other like families too, like 
all seemed really appreciative of it and it was really sweet and heartbreaking yeah it's like you know that those little girls would have been ecstatic and and it's just so heartbreaking that they couldn't experience being drafted into the WNBA you know yeah and there was another little tribute to Kobe later on after I think the first round they talked about Kobe quite a bit in this um, and his support of players and especially um, Sabrina's uh, there was a, a little bit of her talking about how she trained with him and stuff like that and I was a little bit bummed that they didn't actually show the second and third round drafts. Uh, they just kind of would show on the screen who was being drafted, but uh, they didn't show any of the announcements or anything. They kind of just like pooped out after the first round. They were just showing like five at a time too, which was yeah ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of a bummer. It's like impossible to keep up with. Yeah. But um, the second pick of the night was Satu Sabali, who's Sabrina Ionescu's teammate in Oregon. And she went to the Dallas Wings. I didn't realize she was German. Again, I don't follow college much, but I was like, first of all, I, I like immediately loved her when they showed her little interview. She was like, laughing and smiling and felt much more like at ease than other people did. And then she had like a German accent. She had a cool like African fabric background and Holly Rowe awarded her the best background of the night. <laughs> it was very cute. Her outfit was unreal as well. Yes, she was her. I think she was best dressed. I agree. She killed it. I, She's going to be really good. She's I, so fun. Funny for the people that were announced, but then they were clearly on a delay. So like the celebration cam was just them like sitting quietly on the couch. Yes. <laughs> I, I was like, the, what a bummer. I mean, already this doesn't look like how they probably pictured it because they're all like right. on webcams. But then on top of that, their moment is like kind of taken away because they're just like, they don't get the interview. They're just right. like blankly staring. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of, do you guys remember that episode of Party Down where they're doing like, they're like catering a draft? Oh, a football draft, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that yeah. was a great episode. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking the whole time I was watching this. No, hopefully no shenanigans like the like, <laughs> <laughs> occurred <laughs> but who knows i just like that they didn't like take they would take the camera cut away from the camera once they realized it was delayed so you like which was the worst possible thing like first off you you should have gone through this ahead of time and realized they're delayed and then if you're right. like sticking with them at least stick around long, long enough for the delay to catch up and see the reaction instead of just like three seconds of them staring blankly and then cutting away <laughs> like oh shit didn't know that was gonna happen was so I weird. know <laughs> it made me laugh every time <laughs> it was really entertaining but really weird yeah I there was a lot of you know very like long pauses and like awkward speaking over each other but you know that being said I'm glad they ended up doing it but there was definitely some technical difficulties there. Yeah. Were there any like highlights that you guys remember of like interviews or anything like that? I really just enjoyed everything about Satu and her interview. Like me too. Her personality is so awesome. And then like her outfit and her backdrop and just her giddiness. I guess I'm a sucker for all of the moments in drafts where the players are just like clearly so happy mm -hmm. that they're living out their dream. And it's just like, like not that there's a right way to celebrate it, but like, it just makes me so happy when, when they're just overwhelmed by joy and you can tell that like, this is the culmination of everything they've been working for. And like, this is the moment they've been dreaming for. 
about is just that always makes me happy. Yeah, me too. There was another um, drafty, Jocelyn Willoughby, who was uh, the 10th pick by the Phoenix Mercury. And when it showed her reaction, she just went, wow. <laughs> that was so cute. That was adorable. <laughs> it was so cute. It was so pure. Uh, it like broke my little heart. She, she she was like very thankful too in her interview. She was like, I, f- I just feel so honored. And it was really cute. That was really precious. Um, and there was a couple more like little videos and stuff that they had ready, like Simone Biles, which I was like, that's kind of random, but maybe she knows. So random. <laughs> like maybe she knew the player. I don't really know the connection because it was never explained. Oh, it was uh, Ruthie Hebert, uh, for also from the from Oregon, right? Mm-hmm. They've done that though for the last few years of the draft, and it's always really funny. Like uh, it, the last few WNBA drafts, they've had the little video tributes, like every five picks or so. They just have some random person congratulating them, and usually it's an NBA player, which is kind of cool. But there's I can't remember any of them now, but I know there have been other weird random ones like Simone Biles where you're just like, how did, what? It's just How did this come about? Confusing. Yeah, there, there must be a connection, but we're not being told what it is. Yeah. But Simone Biles kind of, she kind of has like a valley girl thing going on a little bit. So it was just like, oh my God, I'm so excited for you. And I just was, I was like, this is a weird random moment right now. <laughs> And then the, like, uh, one thing I noticed, because they kept cutting back to Kathy Engelbert, and I noticed she had this little planter behind her that was a basketball, like, with a plant coming out of it. And I was like, damn, I got to get that pot. (laughs) I want that. (laughs) I was thinking in the same thing. Really? I bet we could find it online. I'm like, I've got to get a, because I have a bunch of little potted plants here. It would be perfect. Uh, It was kind of cool to also see like Holly Rose house, like just seeing people's homes and stuff. Um, There was uh, a cute, I can't remember who it was, but there was a cute family that had their drafty players like face in a cardboard cutout. That was really cute. Yeah. And all the families that would like freak out and celebrate was really fun. Oh, I think it was Megan Walker, whose family had her face in a cardboard cutout. And she had like a puppy next to her. <laughs> the, the puppy was so cute. There was like a little like dress on the puppy. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. The puppy was dressed up too. They do that for football, right? Where the kids are at home. The, the draftees are at home, right? Yeah. Like I th- think they have, they invite like a certain amount, but there are just so many football players that get drafted. Right. That Yeah, they have a few of, of those. And a lot of times it's so cute. They have them like with their whole team. Oh, that's or cute. Or something like they'll like be hanging out with, with their college teammates and everyone just like gets all excited when it's announced. There were a few coaches um, with the players. I think uh, maybe Satu Sabali had her coach with mm-hmm. her. Uh, which I was like, oh, that, I love that. That's really cute. I'm a sucker for that stuff. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> donkeys! Okay, so every week we give out donkeys, which are arbitrary awards that we make up on the spot for literally anything at all. <laughs> um, you know, we give them out for anything from most points to coolest shoes to um funniest uh fan (laughs) if they show someone doing something funny that cracks us up uh mascots get a lot of donkeys etc uh so we always give most points but i don't know uh how we would give most points for this um maybe we could we could actually give it to mike Connolly for winning the horse competition i think he i think he deserves it yeah that feels quite okay. fitting. What else? Um, maybe for um, most random um, 
congratulations video goes to Simone Biles. Um, I want to give a best response to the three girls. I don't know their names, but the three girls I saw who did not respond at all. (laughs) (laughs) Looked out into space. Yeah, honestly. Well, there was one girl who was, she was either two or three who like you guys must've seen her. She was like, she was just like chill. And then her family was all like freaking out. She was just sitting there like, (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah, I think it was, I can't remember which, which person it was maybe the fourth pick. Um, where her family just like went wild around. Yeah, her. they're all like jumping around and she's just like <laughs> barely she she's like frozen in place. <laughs> like not even smiling. Yeah, let's give it to her cuz that that then we know that she did get the news and she still chose to <laughs> react that way. <laughs> Do you have any you would like to give out, Brady? I would like to give one out to the WNBA at whole for bizarre over preparation because <laughs> they did this really wonderful thing that was a very clunkily named award bizarre over preparation but whatever they did it's this perfect they did this really cool thing where they sent like a bunch of players a box with hats from every team oh is that what happened because i was wondering how they already had the hats yeah they sent everyone like all 12 team hats so everyone could have them and you could see the box in the background on one of the Sabrina Ionescu videos. And it was just so funny to me because it's like, you sent her 12 hats. Like, everyone knows she's going first to New York <laughs> and you sent her 12 hats. And I get that, like, you can't just be like, here, take your New York Liberty hat. But it was still so funny to be like, oh, yeah, you have a Los Angeles Sparks hat. They pick 20th. That, I need that. <laughs> Well, also, like, what are they going to do with all the extra hats? Right. Like, they can't be seen wearing the other team hats. <laughs> they should give them to me. I would love there we <laughs> yeah, go. They should some WMA. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'd also like to give... Um, actually, Gabe, do you have any that you'd like to give out? Well, I did not see the draft except for little clips, but I did want to give an honorary donkey of the week to our friend Andrew Bear, who is the composer of our Dunktown theme. Uh, He's uh, done a whole bunch of new music for us that you'll probably hear throughout this episode. Uh, The new previously on bed music and some, some other stuff and some themes to segments that we didn't do tonight, but we'll hear those themes soon and i'm so excited nice um i would like to give best name to sug sutton that was a second or third round pick and sug shug i don't know but cool name (laughs) oh and i don't you may have mentioned this while i've been drifting in and out of consciousness (laughs) (laughs) um but the uh, ogumake sister right yeah that's right yes maybe best sister to be drafted there we go i love i mean i love all the brothers in the nba so love all the sisters in the WNBA. of course i'm all for that family bond baby yeah, that was really cool. And the her her two sisters um, posted a bunch of stuff that was really cute. They were so excited for her. And then um, I'd also like to give least prepared to the New York Liberty for immediately selling out of <laughs> Sabrina Ionesco shirts. Like, come on, our jerseys, I mean. Like, what were they thinking? Just over prepare. You can sell those all year long. That was so ridiculous. And they're like back ordered to like September or something. It's just, just yeah, <laughs> unreal. How does that happen? You had Very. so long to prepare for this too. Exactly. Like the, they knew they were going to draft her. Um. So I don't know who wins this. Let's just say that sabrina does (laughs) 
So congrats, Sabrina, for winning the donkeys. You're about to have a... I mean, who knows when the season will ever start, but we're really excited to see you play. Yes. So, Brady, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure having you on here. My pleasure. This has been super fun. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, Not really, to be honest. Um, Yeah, I mean, if people want to follow me on Twitter, my handle is Brady Klopfer NBA. um, And I plug most of my stuff there. I should have some WNBA content coming out in the next week or two um, on SB Nation. So if people just follow me there, you shall see my stuff eventually, hopefully. Yeah, I feel like everyone should really follow Brady because there. I feel like a lot of what you write is in line with like what we talk about on this show. <laughs> so it's been uh, fun reading what you've been writing. Um, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for doing the show. It was it was great having you on. Anytime, seriously, y'all are awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you again to our guest, Brady. Anastasia, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I want to plug Aquaphor. Um, it's a moisturizer that I've been using on my hands because I, I have really bad eczema. And um, ever since all of this um, COVID-19 stuff started, I've been washing my hands a lot and my hands look like boiled hot dogs. Uh, which, and they're, you know, it's not attractive and it's very painful. (laughs) And so I just want to say if anyone else is having a similar problem, you should um, try Aquaphor on your hands overnight and put cotton gloves on them. takes a while to adjust to sleeping with gloves on, but it works wonders. Do you have anything you want to plug, Agata? Um, Yeah, sure. I... Want to plug? I just want to say, you know, for anyone who has struggled with their mental health, um, that this is an especially difficult time. Um, and I just want you to know that you know you're not alone, and you don't have to be alone if you're feeling especially lonely and sad, um, and you're maybe cut off from things that you usually do to feel better, like seeing your family and friends or um, exercising or whatever it is. Um, You know, I think that this is just a really dark time for a lot of people. So just know that there are options. Uh, You can talk to a therapist online or in a Skype interview. You can reach out to your friends. Um, You can reach out and just like, chat it honestly makes me feel better every time we do like a skype chat or a zoom chat or whatever it's always fun and yeah you gotta do what you can to stay to stay feeling normal yeah i think now's not the time to be worried about asking for help if you need help you should definitely reach out to someone totally or reach out to your friend to to check in on them and see how they're doing yeah, exactly. Good good plug. Thanks. Gabe, do you have a plug? Yeah, yeah. Uh have you guys heard this new Fiona Apple album? It's really good. Is it? I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you should check it out. Okay. That's my plug. Cool. I'm plugging Fiona Apple. <laughs> she needed <laughs> what is it. Nineteen ninety eight. Um she, she I love her. Love her. I gotta check it out. Speaking of music, we got to say thank you again to Andrew Bear for not only creating our bop of a theme song, but also creating a bunch of new original music that you've heard in this episode. Um, Thanks so much for everything. You're like a very talented person and we appreciate you. You can follow, uh, follow him on Twitter at Hey folks, I'm Bear. He's great. Um, And check out his Patreon. Thanks to all of you guys for listening. And coming on this journey with us. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.